So it is disappointing that you can't get a Dave Backus uh, St. Louis Blues Winter Classic jersey, but you can get a Dave Backus Boston Bruins Winter Classic jersey because that's just the third jersey now. I want one, but I also don't want to spend money. Also, I want to get a Tarasenko one, but also I don't want him to get traded from the Blues. <laughs> oh, yes. Tell, t- tell them this story. Tell, tell well, Kelsey this story. I mean, like, just pretty much every jersey I have, the player does not play with that team anymore. Uh, I've got a Bartolo Colon Mets jersey, who is now with the Braves. Yeah, mad about that, but, you know, also. He's the best part of the Mets. Exactly. There's so much joy lost from the Mets now. Um, I've got a Todd Frazier White Sox jersey, which hasn't happened yet, but he's going to be traded. The, The only hockey jersey I have are uh david backus with the blues Mm -hmm. and then a chicago wolves jersey which (laughs) (laughs) was the blues affiliate but after this season they're they're not anymore (laughs) yep (laughs) i was like so so sure you were gonna say you have a tj oshi blues jersey also Uh, no it gets i have i have two oshi shirts (laughs) not not jerseys but yeah shirts oh no TJ Oshie has been traded to Canada for $5 and a moose. Hello and welcome to Ugly Sweaters, a podcast where we talk about hockey jerseys. I am, as always, your host, Kelsey McCoy, and with me is the co-host, Joe Cuevas. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. You know, it's, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually winter now. That's a thing. Yeah, it's uh, got it's cold. It's for, like, outdoor rinks to pop up. I mean, I live in Southern California, so I don't have that concept. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's snow on the ground here today. W- really? Yeah, which is, like, we usually don't get snow in New York. Like, that is more than just flurries in New York until, like, January, so... Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. We've had outdoor rinks here for about a month. Not sure how well that's working out, but I don't they understand exist. how you can have outdoor rinks in Southern California. We have three. That seems like three too many. <laughs> does it even three get three in San Diego. Okay, but does it even get below freezing? No. I don't get it. And it's like it's I'm... like a stadium series in Dodger Stadium. Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, because there are, like, rinks that are, like, you know, you can refrigerate them under the ice, you know, yeah. but I I don't feel like you have the infrastructure for that in Southern California. I think they do that. Uh, I think they're going to do that for the Bakersfield one uh, that's going up around the time you'll be hearing this episode uh, for which Wayne Gretzky is going to play on, I guess. I don't know. He's playing in because... all of the alumni games this year is actually what's happening. Is yeah. there an alumni game? All right. Well, Wayne Gretzky's playing in it. Uh, and he's going to be carrying a picture of Alan Thicke with him. And then everyone's just going to be sad. Yeah, oh. probably. He did babysit so... Robin Thicke's kid. Or no, Alan Thicke's kid is Robin Thicke. He babysat Robin, Robin Thicke once, at least. <laughs> at least once at during least the once. trade. Yeah. So is this where I channel my depression from the Blues loss <laughs> in, into this conversation? 
Uh, no, because then they'll know when we recorded this. Oh. So we're I mean, on, maybe uh, not. <laughs> hey, I mean, the Blues are going to lose again at some point in the future. They don't have to know which loss. I didn't indicate that <laughs> yet. Fair. <laughs> and uh, as you can tell, we are joined today with uh, our friend and friend of the show, Tyler Birch. Hi, I'm Tyler Birch. This week, we're talking about the St. Louis Blues Winter Classic jersey. So, as I'm sure you know, and sh- as, uh, depending on when this drops, has either just happened or is about to happen, the Winter Classic between is this year between the St. Louis Blues and the Chicago Blackhawks because the Blackhawks need at least one outdoor game every year, uh, as per the CBA. Um, uh, the game's going to be played January 2nd, 2017 uh, in Bush Stadium in... Uh, Tyler's native city of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, it's going to be the Blues' first ever outdoor game because this season the NHL decided, hey, you know the expansion six? We should give them all special games. Yeah, I mean, it is their 50-year anniversary, so there's that. Small milestone. Small one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as much as I hate the Blackhawks getting a million outdoor games, it actually does make sense to have them play the Blues because they are division rivals um who have obviously met a lot in the playoffs recently so it's also like a city rivalry isn't it yeah yeah st louis and chicago are i mean the biggest rivalry that isn't on a coast so uh, i think we said this on the last episode but the expansion six teams that survived all get some special game so penn's flyers uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Philadelphia Flyers get a stadium series against each other. The LA Kings get the All-Star Game. Uh, the Blues get the Winter Classic, uh, which is what we're talking about today. And the Seals and North Stars get fucked. Because apparently the Sharks and the Wild aren't the same thing? Yeah. And uh, the Stars just want to pretend like they didn't exist before 1993. So uh, we specifically had Tyler on to talk about this jersey because, as was mentioned, he's from St. Louis, so he's a native Blues fan. He also has the distinction of living in Chicago, so being a Blues fan, living in Blackhawks territory. I think he prefers to call it Wolves territory. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. For now, until, you know, they uh, transfer (laughs) to Kansas City. Anyway, uh... Yeah, yeah, I get the uh, the privilege of living in Chicago as a Blues fan, and it's it's wonderful. They're the nicest people I've ever met. <laughs> I'm sure they're very gracious every time they win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, they're the best winners. They or a World yeah. Series. Yeah, let me tell you, Chicago fans are the best fans. <laughs> Can't even say that without laughing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Since you did mention the Cubs while we're here, the uh, I, I get worse trash talk from Chicago fans when I'm wearing like Blues attire than baseball attire like any day of the week, and maybe it's just because that like bandwagon has not had time to fully develop like the Bla- Blackhawks has. But really, I feel yeah. like the Cubs have had a bandwagon for literally ever, for a literal century. Like, that was the biggest bandwagon team ever, like, this year, because... Well, this year, yeah. This year, last year, it's been pretty bad. The Blackhawks have had, you know, what, five, six, seven years of bandwagoning. 
Yeah, but I feel like the Cups have always had some, like, they've always had bandwagoning, though, because it was, like, the cool thing, because they were, you know, the the last, after, but lovable losers, (laughs) and after the Red Sox broke their drought, um, they were, like, the big drought in sports. The next big drought, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And people, like, forget the narrative that Cleveland was also going through not only a baseball route, but a major professional sports route before the Cavs. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, Can't have two in one year. I mean, like, it's just yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Save it for next year or something, I don't know. Yeah. Totally change their name. <laughs> yeah, true. Not that that has stopped the Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're here to talk about the blues. So uh, this is a blue sweater in the same cut as the um, sweater used in last year's Winter Classic game. So it's it looks like an actual sweater. Uh, yeah, it's got the crew neck um, collar, which is, you know, it's obviously like very old school. And it's something now that like a lot of the Winter Classic jerseys are doing. And it's, sort it's also of... vaguely true to the original blues sweater. Yeah, and it does... Um, sort of make the winter classic jerseys look more distinct from the other stadium series jerseys because you can sort of look at a sweater and say okay that i can tell that that's the winter classic versus something an outdoor game but not necessarily the winter classic um because now they have different cuts yeah like the winter classic jerseys have usually thrown back and stadium series jerseys have thrown forward question mark uh turn ahead the clock talk about that at some point uh, oh man uh do, you, do we talk about robo cardinal now are we going to talk about robo cardinal <laughs> tyler um, nah nah, nah. <laughs> we shall not mention the robo cardinal but uh, yeah no like the winter classic and heritage classic jerseys will usually throw back in time like turn back the clock the other mlb promo the one that actually took off <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the Winter Classic jerseys um, have now sort of become the uh, throwback jerseys. Uh, and that's where a lot of now the throwback alts that you see in the league have originated. And then that is true of this jersey. It is pretty much identical to the original St. Louis Blues jersey, their original uh, dark jersey that they used in their inaugural season of 67 to 87. I think the color palette is slightly different, but... I'm not sure how accurately you can replicate something like that. See, I'm not sure because like, I mean, the image that I'm looking at of the original Jersey set from the uniform database uh, is like, shows the blue to be a little bit darker, but I looked up some original, see if I could find like photographs and it looks like it might, it might've actually been that a little bit brighter. I mean, it's probably not Mm. the identical color, but I think it's very similar. Yeah. And it also, like, had to be a color that existed within Reebok and Adidas' color palette. Yeah. Um, so it's, even if it's not exactly, it probably would have been whatever the closest match is to the original color within their inventory. Yeah. The original uh, blues uniform was definitely, like, a brighter blue than has sort of become the blue in their uh, color palette. Yeah. Like, it's definitely been darkened in recent years, and, like, especially with... The current... Oh, did they drop the alternate this season? Huh. Guess they did. Is it because they're of this one? Because they're just going to sub this in as an alternate? I guess. So, yeah, their previous alternate with uh, the 
St. Louis uh, Golden, the St. Louis Arch and the Blues logo, that had a much darker blue. And then the, it's usually like a medium-ish blue accented with the gold and a navy mm-hmm. for the Blues palette. Yeah. And yeah, over the years, the blue has like shifted around a little bit. Um, it's gotten darker in places. Um, occasionally, they'll brighten it a little bit. But yeah, this is the sort of, I'm assuming, fairly close to the original yeah. um, color. And it is fairly bright. It is definitely lighter than what they've used recently. And noticeably so. Yeah. Yeah. The recent color scheme is really, really dark, at least for home. Yeah. And yeah, this is, it contrasts that a lot. Um, it looks like it retains the original striping pattern along the hockey pants, uh, mm-hmm. where it's a central gold stripe on the and then on the outside of the gold stripe you've got two white stripes. Uh, socks look the same as the original striping pattern. Looks generally the same. Uh, the striping along the tail is actually more centered in the Winter Classic version, but uh, striping pattern here generally is going to be a central gold stripe. Uh, flanked by two white stripes. Uh, and then you've also got a slight redesign of the original blue note, because it looks a lot like the original blue note, but like the angle is slightly different, and I think it's just like to clean up the lines, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it looks very similar to me, but I guess I know that the blue note has changed slightly, the angle of it and the lines of it have changed slightly over the years, but honestly, I can't tell the difference. Um, I mean, it's definitely closer to the original Blue Note than the current Blue Note. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm using a reference picture of Blue's Captain Alex Pietrangelo. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks fine on him. Looks good in yeah. full gear. Yeah, I uh, mean... It, on... Go ahead. <laughs> I say, it's very... It's almost identical to the original jersey. Like... Yeah. There, there might be some tweaks here, you know, obviously to modernize it a little bit, but it, it I mean, it, in pattern and style, it's basically the same, which is, uh, I mean, it, it's nice because it, it's sufficiently different from their current set that it's distinct. Um, it's a nice jersey, you know, and it's their 50 years anniversary, so it's pretty appropriate to go back to that original um, set. Yeah, and if history tells us anything, this is probably going to become an alternate jersey anyway, and it is sufficiently different from the home jersey that it would look interesting and be something special for the home crowd on that night. Mm-hmm. I also want to talk about the patch for this Winter Classic, because uh, all the outdoor games get their own special patch. Uh, this Winter Classic is no exception. It says Winter Classic 2017 St. Louis. Uh, there's like crossed hockey sticks and a puck. There's the NHL logo and there's the Blues, uh, the St. Louis arch in the background. Yeah, it's being extended from the W in winter. Yeah. Which is pretty neat. Yeah, it's a nice touch. Um, Obviously because St. Louis arch and... Because this is uh, the Blues' first outdoor game. And it's in... You know, the Winter Classic has sort of become just ends up being the same five teams over and over again uh that it's nice to have a a leafs red wings rivalry (laughs) um that it is nice to have a different team to have an expansion team that's not the black or blackhawks aren't an expansion team an expansion team that's not the kings um (laughs) 
who have had two outdoor games. Yeah. Perks of winning cups. And it, like I said, it does make sense that they're playing the Blackhawks because they do have uh, quite a contentious rivalry or as contentious as modern rivalries get. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, like, I just wanted to bring this up because like, I think the arch iconography is something that's very uniquely St. Louis. Uh, and you saw that on the old alternate jersey as well mm-hmm. in the center circular crest. But uh, now I've never been to Bush Stadium because I live in San Diego, but I know a lot of uh, Cardinals fans and they tell me that you can see the arch from Bush Stadium. Is that true? Yeah. Um, so basically the way the outfield is structured, um, there's like very high rise on the left and right. And then like a divot in the middle, kind of where the scoreboard is a little bit, but over the back of that, you can see the arch. Um, and yeah, the arch is definitely just like symbolic and a point of pride of St. Louis. And like, even in Bush stadium, they'll etch the arch into the grass there. And like, it's one thing that is, like you said, uniquely St. Louis. And that's why, yeah, I'm I'm really glad they included it in it. And it's also like, I feel like they did a really good job of keeping it subtle. Yeah. You know, um, it's not so obvious that it's like we're trying to broadcast St. Louis, you know. Yeah, no, um, it's just uh, it's part of the W's stroke. And then, yeah, uh, like it's it just stands out to me because this is going to be worn for a game in Bush Stadium where you can see the actual arch. So it's like yeah. a memory of that game that at this point in time is still to come. But later on, it's going to be a memory. That's how yeah, time like works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the idea that it will invoke the idea of the game itself because of the presence of the arch. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That's definitely good. Yeah. yeah especially since... um. The Blues, I w- outside of that one recent um, alt, have never um, really invoked the arch in their um, sort of the symbology of the team. So it's nice to have that little touch in the patch. Is there any requirements on the colors to the um, Winter Classic patches? I've looked at some others and like it seems like blue is always heavy and then like accents of red. Is that uniform or is that... I think of... it's probably something internally with the league branding office. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and blue and red are just so Standard ubiquitous. As as graphic design yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. You're pretty much guaranteed to have those colors in the game. Yeah. I uh, definitely like the, the red they chose for this. It's almost like a maroon. And it feels very, like, classic. It's also just <laughs> or, kind uh, of it's like elegant, a I guess. Festive you know? red. Yeah. yeah, which you know, obviously, so this game is being played on the second of January, so right after the holidays. Yeah, um, but it it definitely evokes that midwinter midwinter holiday feel, uh, like a lot of the other patches of the Winter Classic have done. Uh, it appears that the Winter Classic, the Winter Classic patch is usually in English, unless it's being worn by uh, Les Canadiens de Montreal, in which case it's going to be written in French. Damn Quebecois. Uh, in which case it says LNH Classic Ivenal instead of NHL Winter Classic. So, when last year when the Winter Classic was, there were two patches. Okay, so there were two. So there was a English and a French patch, depending yes. on the team. Yes, that's not confusing at all. <sighs> not at all. It's all your fault, Max. Patch ready. But yeah, I mean, like the patches, and then they usually do invoke something from the city that's hosting them. 
um, yeah. like the when it was in DC. There's like the Capitol building and like sort of the stars and stripes on it. When it was in Philadelphia, you have the bell. Yeah. Um, in Pittsburgh, you have the bridge thing. A bridge, because there's so many bridges in Pittsburgh. But actually, yeah, the Pittsburgh one is the is like the only time the color palette changed because that one because has it's Pittsburgh. Yeah, because that one has the yellow bridge instead of red because all of the bridges in Pittsburgh are painted yellow for yeah. some reason. That patch actually looks a lot like the upcoming Stadium Series patch. It does. Like, almost note for note. I mean, it's Pittsburgh. It's their one note. Yeah, no, like, I just wanted to bring that up because it's something about the city skyline that, like, you can actually see from the game venue, uh, which is cool. Uh, and it's a little different because a lot of other cases, you it's definitely something that's evocative of the city, but it's not necessarily something you would see from where you're seated watching the game i mean is it like i guess it depends on how they lay out the seats at the stadium yeah right because if it's sort of in the if it's in like center field i'm assuming you can see it from most parts of this at least for a baseball game right yeah pretty much the only seats you can't see it are like far to the uh either third or first base i can't remember which side one of the sides you can't and then the outfield seats because you're pointed away um which if i'm remembering the rank is set up first to third so i'm I'm pretty sure like pretty much every seat they sell you'll be able to see it foregoing some of the extreme ones but yeah yeah which would also be true of a cardinals game so sure yeah uh and then like the wrigley field patch from 2009 uh is just like a picture of wrigley field so like even then it shows the venue and not something you would be seeing from the venue well, yeah, that's the marquee out front of Wrigley. Yeah. If it's, yeah. Which so yeah, like cool. It's... But the thing that is interesting about that is that is reminiscent of the venue and not the city where the St. Louis one is reminiscent of the city and the venue. Yeah. Um, I which, mean, yeah, it's cool that it double purposes is that. I guess you um, can argue, though, that, like, if you're playing a game in Wrigley, Wrigley is the, you know, like, the iconic thing. Whereas if yeah. you're playing a game in Bush you know half of what's iconic about it is the arch mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it's it's one of those things about how like civic prides and in sports interlock and it leads mm-hmm. to really cool branding choices like this uh do you happen to remember offhand if the blues 50th patch is worn on this on the jersey yeah i don't think so but it doesn't look like it's on this model yeah, set that petrangelo is wearing it. um uh this could very well be like the very first one they rolled out for uh petrangelo is the guy who was wearing it when they debuted it because it was this is his first season as captain um and it was yeah. very early on i want to say it was like as early as like august yeah so like they might have updated it since the picture we're presently looking at but i still don't think they have that patch on it I mean, I feel like they would have had that if on there if they were going to use it because yeah. they've had the fiftieth patch since the draft, which was in June. Okay. This year's Blues draft class was drafted with the fiftieth patch. Gotcha. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, the Blues have a patch on the regular uniform that says fifty and has a golden version of the blue note over it, uh, which is cool. Like a lot of the teams. Uh, like the surviving expansion teams, as I, we've been referring to them, have 50th anniversary patches this season, and a lot of them actually look pretty cool. 
Yeah, we talked about the um, LA Kings' patch uh, during the episode where we talked about their 50th anniversary jersey. Um, But yeah, uh, obviously the Blues have one, and so do the Penguins and the Flyers. Yeah, and the Penguins actually had to update theirs during the offseason. Yeah, because it was originally drafted with three cups, and they had to add the fourth. Yeah. So, good job, uh, good job, Sid. You made more work for the graphic design team. (laughs) In terms of St. Louis sports, like, it's nice that the Blues got the Winter Classic this year coming off. Obviously, St. Louis losing the Rams um, this past year to L.A., so it's sort of nice, again, to have, like, this uh, a big, um, sp- you know, sporting event for the city. And it's a, it's a coming together for the Blues fa- uh, the blues fan base and the Cardinals fan base. And I'm sure there is significant overlap to begin with. But it is this nice coming together of... Because uh, I remember at the actual press conference where they were announcing that they got the Winter Classic, they had a setup where it was... Molina is the catcher for the Cardinals. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was his mask along with uh, along with the two goalie masks for the Blues and the Blackhawks at home plate, and it looked like they all died because that <laughs> seems like something you would do if they all died. Yeah, but it was a cool little setup. I mean, uh, had... Elliot kind of did die, right? <laughs> I think it was Rest Jake Allen's mask. Moose. Pretty sure it was Jake Allen's. Mask. Yeah, it was Allen's mask, but also. <laughs> Rest in peace, Moose. He went down in flames. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your and he one. Took Brower with him. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, what is um sort of how much of a hockey town is St. Louis? I mean, because obviously the Blues have been fairly su- uh, fairly successful, um, all things considered, in the past couple uh, years, but um. It, it just it doesn't necessarily strike me as the most traditional hockey market. Yeah. Um, so from my experience, um, the Blues were kind of third in line up until roughly 2004, 2005, when the uh, the greatest show on turf kind of ended with uh, the Rams. Um, and then they went into uh, a long, long stretch of losing. And the Blues started getting good and so um yeah that's that's when it kind of moved up to second the cardinals have obviously like just dominated the market as long as i've pretty much been alive um and then yeah we talked about with this uh most recent year uh with the rams leaving st louis and with the blues going so far in the playoffs last year and being just you know a pretty solid team uh, I feel like the market has just grown and exploded just in the last like 24 months or so. Um, and you've seen just like a, yeah, a really good marriage between uh, Cardinals fans and Blues fans. And a lot of people that would just pretty much associate themselves as Cardinals fans have now started like being Blues fans. And I think vice versa has happened as well. Um, it's actually really cool to see the, the market, you know, synergize that way. If you go to like Cardinals games, you'll see Blues hats, you'll see Blues shirts. If you go to Blues games, you'll see Cardinals hats and Cardinals shirts. It's actually like despite really them cool having opposite colors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not always. <laughs> and also, we've talked about the rivalry between us and Chicago, and it's it's if you wear you'll wear a blue hat to a Cardinals game, a Blues blue hat, but also that's the Cubs color. 
Alternatively, if you wear a red shirt to a Blues a game, Hawks that's game. the Blackhawks color. Um, and it's also flipped for Chicago. So, yeah, it's just kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, then like St. Louis, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't have a an NBA team, right? No, we're yeah currently just a two-team market, although they're uh, really pushing bringing MLS to uh, St. Louis. Here yeah, St. Louis years. does have a football club. So yeah, yeah. I mean, so like you know, especially now without the Rams, if you want to watch sports in the winter, you know, like so you have now you have like the baseball season and the hockey season, and they don't overlap all that much. So if you you know, and without a basketball team, that sort of becomes the winter sport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this is it's a nice jersey. It's um, it's it's a the Blues have always had fairly nice jerseys, like. They have really nice colors. The logo is simple and in, in a very elegant way, I think. And it's also just sort of that classic throwback look, um, which I think is like a good, simple design. So, I mean, I do like this jersey a lot. I probably like it more than the current um, blues set, like their normal jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I definitely think this is a strong blues jersey. Um I differ in opinion that I don't think the Blues necessarily have consistently had one of the better kits in the NHL, but like Fair. this does a really good job of being a Blues jersey, and that's exactly what it's supposed to be doing. It's not only being a Blues jersey, but it's also sort of representative of the current state of St. Louis sports, and I think it does that to pretty decent effect. I think it does yeah. a pretty good job, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the blues branding. Um, just the note just seems so clean and streamlined to me. Um, we should also note that Tyler is also a jazz musician. That's also true. So I'm biased in multiple ways here. Um, <laughs> but like, how great is it that your hometown team is also uh, using branding that you just generally appreciate for your other hobbies? Yeah, it's really cool. I have always been a fan of that. And, like, just going to games, like, they play when the Blues go marching in every time, and it's just, like, you know, this happy thing that I relate to, um, which is wonderful. Um, When I first saw these jerseys, I was actually, like, really apathetic about them because it just felt, like, not all that different from the current set, Um, just kind of, you know, simplified and as as it was. but then I went to a Blues Wild game over Thanksgiving and saw them in person, and I just think the blue that they used for this pops a lot more than the current blue. Like, yeah. I think I did mention earlier, I don't remember if we were recording or not, but like the current set is just really dark. Um, yeah. And it's it's a good like 21st century sports you know, jersey, but this one... It does feel vintage, but it also pops and it feels modern at the same time somehow. And so, like, I, once I saw it in person, I really liked it a lot. And that's one of the um, things I like about this jersey is that obviously it is almost identical to the original 1960s jersey, which, you know, I can sometimes take or leave throwbacks that are just identical to something to, to an older jersey. But, um, hello, Blackhawks. Yeah. But what works is that it is sufficiently different from their current set and from, you know, any kit they've had in the last 20 years. So it's not like, you know, 
to use the easy example, the Blackhawks, where every jersey of theirs is basically the same because they have updated so little in their set. And so it just makes me appreciate this particular jersey more. There's also like the little gift where because the branding is so consistent over the Blues 50 year history, it still looks consistent with the current colors, even if it is sufficiently different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not like the Penguins throwing back to their original set, which was baby blue for some reason. Yeah, Um, It's very recognizably a Blues jersey. And like you're right, this like color pops really nice. Like just I think this jersey will look super nice on the ice at the stadium you know like when when you're that much farther away and like it's just gonna really pop i think yeah it it is one of those colors that's going to be super vibrant on the ice but like even just walking around if you see it on the street someone wearing it it's something that actually like will catch your eye where the current blues jersey is just kind of like another shirt Mm -hmm. yeah you know like it is so dark that it just looks like modern clothing Exactly, yeah. Which I think uh, is good as far as jersey sales, but beyond that... Yeah. Yeah, and then they, like, obviously the model pictures, they also have Petrangelo wearing the uh, hat, the uh, toque. The official toque of the Winter Classic. Yeah, and, it, and again, it's, it's it's a little bit lighter blue in that, and it's really, like, it's a nice-looking hat with the, with the blue and the yellow. I do appreciate how on all the throwback games they wear toques. <laughs> I love it when the goalies wear the giant ones over their helmets. There were so many comments about that during the Heritage Classic. They were saying, like, we've been doing outdoor games for uh, seven or eight years now, and they finally figured out how to fix the goalies. Because <laughs> it looks great when a goalie is wearing a toque, because it's almost comical. It's They're already wearing headgear, <laughs> and they're wearing headgear over that headgear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine how great Carter, Carter Hutton is going to look when he gets started over Jake Allen. Yeah, poor Brian Elliott, not even in St. Louis for the Winter Classic. So uh, I think it's time to rate the jersey. Um, So on a scale from uh, finally freed from Edmonton, uh, Nail Yakupov, to a uh, current blues superstar, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, uh, what do you give this jersey? You want to start, Joe? Resist urge to say goalie. Every time. Marty Brodeur. He's not a goalie. He's an assistant GM. (laughs) Uh, Marty Brodeur, because it calls back to the blues of the past in an effective manner. Marty Brodeur is technically a blues of a blue of the past, but like, uh, (laughs) not really. (laughs) Okay. uh, In in that case, I will go with uh, Curtis Joseph. Cujo. That works. (laughs) <laughs> How about you, Tyler? Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, we'll we'll use the model, uh, Peter Angelo, as Joe <laughs> <laughs> likes to call him, because it, it took some time for me to become like you know happy and comfortable with it, but I'm good with it now. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> just like uh, just like Pietro Angelo is adapting to his new role as captain That's... and not just alternate captain. Exactly. Yeah. Rip David Backus. Baby come Backus. Baby come Backus. <laughs> Which is my fantasy team name. Actually, the name of Taylor's. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
my logo is his face with a heart around it. <laughs> you don't even yeah, have I... to do that. It's, it's the best part. Yeah, it's okay. That's I need him back. That's the that's the key. <laughs> Baby, come back us. <laughs> All right, I think I'm gonna give this a uh, um, St. Louis Blues superstar Brett Hall um, Ooh, because uh-oh. it's uh, it's old school. It's old school, but like it's super classic, and and I do like it. And um, I mean. I think it's a really nice blues jersey. I think it's a really nice throwback, and I think it works really well for this uh, winter classic. Unlike the uh, Blackhawks jerseys, which I'm pretty sure are just the same ones they wore for their stadium series last year. No, it's uh, it's their last winter classic jersey. Oh, is it? It's in fact the last winter classic jersey. Ah, okay. It's yeah, well, like we we talked about that uh, last episode. With, yeah. uh, with Dan. It's uh, so great that they've had so many uh, Winter Classics that they can just repeat jerseys. Not even from other outdoor games, only from the Winter Classics. So you can follow us on Twitter at uh, UglySweatersPod. You can also follow us on Tumblr at the same at UglySweatersPod. Just pick your social media of choice. And there you can find links to all the old episodes um, and other... Uh, various other bits of hockey content you can find us on itunes and google play please rate and review us on itunes give us five star reviews uh so that other people can find us and listen to our wonderful banter about (laughs) uh about random hockey things whether or not the rams are relevant anymore (laughs) well the answer to that is no um they're four and (laughs) ten come on (laughs) they're not relevant see now they know when we recorded this (laughs) Ah, uh. <laughs> so uh, they're four and twelve. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got to play the 49ers still, so that might go either way. Who knows? True, true. <laughs> they might be five and eleven. <laughs> Boy, howdy! <laughs> um, under the seasoned leadership of uh, Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ADVS in Chem. You can find me on Tumblr at Adventures in Chemistry uh, for uh, a whole host of different types of things, um, including, you know, my predictions for the year 2017. I'm really pulling Which, for the comet uh, to just wipe yeah. us all out. Um, and uh, where can people find you, Joe? Uh, you can find me on the Twitterverse uh, at Joe M. Cuevas. Cuevas is spelled C-U-E-V-A-S. Uh, and I think I've started tweeting again about, like, what do I tweet about? Pokemon. And 30 Rock retweets. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, pretty much. How about you, uh, Tyler? Where can... I'm on most social media at uh, Tyler J. Birch, uh, most prominently Twitter, where I tweet about uh, food, specifically tacos, uh, science, specifically particle physics, uh, apparently uh, famous people in their hats, which I tweeted about <laughs> earlier tonight, uh, and other very engaging topics. So uh, You can join the debate about whether or not Tyler is actually Dodgers pitcher Brad Anderson. We do tweet identically. <laughs> like, we, we've, we've proved this empirically. Yeah, that is true. 
Um, and if you, for some reason, really enjoyed uh, the di- the podcasting dynamic of the three of us, you can find all three of us talking about science at our other podcast, um, Expert Citation. Um, but uh, for now... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if we ever record another episode. We should probably do that if at Tyler some point. ever comes back from Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe. Um, yeah. We're scientists. We don't need to know geography. <laughs> um, but I think for now, we will leave you with the goal horn of the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> I think Tyler is dead. Yeah. Mostly. Coming down from the adrenaline. Sorry. I'm back. From the adrenaline of a, of a blues loss. Channel that. Channel that right. anger. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> I said anger. All right. You need to get mad like John Tortorella gets mad at his team. Can I channel sadness? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>